0: you turn in your Bible, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, we want to look at just two verses tonight, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. This is one of the key marching orders of the New Testament, and I hope it will be marked in your Bible if it hasn't been already. Probably most of you have that passage marked. If it do, is not marked, be sure to mark it tonight, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Let's read that verse together, verse 2. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. The Apostle Paul is writing to the Corinthian church, and he says... uh, there's one thing I really want. It's like Brother Jim was saying. We don't want the glory here. We want the glory to go to the Lord. And it'll be glory enough for us when we get home and we see Jesus. And he gets all the glory and honor and we get to give our, our diadems and place them at his feet. And Paul said, let everybody account of us as of the ministers of Christ. A minister is a servant. Somebody that points to Christ. He's talking about all of us. He wasn't just talking about himself as a preacher. He was talking about all of us. He said, let let people account of us as ministers of Christ, as servants of Christ. And then he says, we are stewards of the mysteries of God. Stewards of the mysteries of God. It's a temptation to me tonight to just preach on that little section right there. But the key verse that God's laid on my heart is verse 2, very briefly tonight. By way of introduction, Paul gives verse 1, he says, I want people to think of me not as some great preacher, not as some great missionary, but I want somebody to think of me as as a servant of God. Is that what you want? Is that what we want? We want to be servants of God and stewards of the mysteries of God. There are mysteries associated with the Word of God and with God. Great is the mystery of godliness. There are mysteries there, and we are stewards. That means we're tenants of the mysteries of God. We are caretakers of the mysteries of God. And then he gives verse 2, three great words in verse 2, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Those three words, underscore those, moreover, it is required. He doesn't say it's voluntary. He says it's required. Who are the stewards? All of us. And he says it is required in stewards. And the focus is there on a requirement. If you were going to take a job and you'd say, now what is expected me of me in this job? And they'd say, well, it is required that you be here at a certain time, that you learn how to uh, do this and do this and do this. and, And it is required that you do certain things. It wouldn't be a matter of choice. wouldn't be a matter of, uh, well, I think I'll try to do that. Maybe if I can get around to it. Uh, it would be a requirement. And if you're going to have the job, you'd have to do it. And Paul says, if we're going to be a steward, it is required in stewards. Now, the second thing to notice is steward, the word steward. What is a steward? It's somebody who takes care of the property of another person in the Methodist Church. Uh, I, I was a Methodist years ago when I was a little child. And my daddy was a Methodist, and, and my uncles were Methodists. And I had two uncles that were faithful stewards in the Methodist Church. Uh, their grandfather, their, their father rather, my, my great-grandfather, my grandfather, I don't know how it was. But anyway, they, o- they owned a large area of ground in, in uh, Henry County. And my grandfather gave a a a piece of property for the church. It was called Mount Gilead Methodist Church. And the old home place was just on that property up up the road a little bit from that old church. My grandfather had given that property, built the church, and he'd been a member of it. And his sons were uh, in that church, and they were faithful stewards. They were there no matter what kind of weather there was, they were down there and they'd go down there and build a fire and they'd go clean the building and they'd do everything that ever had to be done in that building. They were faithful stewards. And one time I said, Uncle Will, that's your church, isn't it? He said, no, that's God's church. I was a little child then. Well, I said, you go down there and make the fires and sweep the floors and lock the doors and you do everything. That's your church. No, he said, that's God's church. I'm just a steward. And I've not forgotten that. And you know that's, way, that's what we are. We're stewards of property that belongs to somebody else. Our voice belongs to God. Our automobile belongs to God. Our car belongs to God. Our job belongs to God. Our energy belongs to God. Our money belongs to God. Everything we are, everything we have belongs to somebody else and we're just taking care of it. We're stewards. It is required of stewards And thirdly, that a man be found faithful. Found faithful. What does it mean to be found faithful? It means to be found full of faith. And the faith that leads him to stick to it and be there and get the job done. Be found faithful. Now, there are many applications. There are some of the entertainment world today and I don't mean to pick on anybody, but there were, there were entertainers who started out. They got their voice from God. And they, uh, for a while, gave it to God. And then they started branching out into the entertainment world, and they gave the voice almost in a prostitution for the things of the world. And they're going to have to give an account of that. You may have loved the man from Memphis, You may have been, he may have been your idol. You may have his picture in your bedroom somewhere. I remember when he started. And he grew up in a little church down in West Tennessee. And the first songs he sang were about Jesus. But he started the sex revolution. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. There are people in this auditorium tonight who have a voice. God's given you a beautiful voice. You need to blend it with others in helping to, to sing a new song unto the Lord, and blend it with our choir in singing. We're all recipients of money. That seems to be the legal tender, e pluribus unum, can't hardly get along without it. And we work eight hours or five hours or 10 hours or 20 hours or whatever and we get certain stipulated sums for that. Now what are we going to do with it? I mean the gross. It is required in stewards. That money is not ours. It is not mine. It is not yours. It belongs to God. And we've got to decide what we're going to do with it. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Well, how do you find be found faithful with that? The Scripture gives us a very simple formula. God wants us to be dependent on Him. You see, if we trust our money, we trust all of our job and all that kind of thing, we're trusting something other than God. It's hard for us to see that sometimes. But if we trust God... And God says, look, I'm going to give you $100. You live on 90 of it and give me 10. And just by faith we say, Lord, I'll do that because I love you. I'm, the only reason I'm getting $100 is because of you. It belongs to you to begin with. And if you tell me to do it that way, I'll do it that way. And I want to tell you, God will bless you and help you and strengthen you if you'll do it that way. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful but that's straight down the gommet of life in every phase, in every area of our life. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. May we pray. Our Father, we thank you that you have given us a formula here that if we'll follow, one day when we stand before thee, we'll not be ashamed face to face with Christ our Savior. What a blessing it'll be and what glory it will be After a while, when we can report in, give you the salute of eternity and say, I'm presenting myself before you, Lord, for the accounting. And we hear the Savior say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. God, help us to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. May we stand, please. Brother Jim, find the song, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds. And we want to sing that tonight as a closing hymn and sort of a dedication hymn and a reach out hymn. Brother Wayne prayed a while ago the Lord would help us to reach out in love. And that's one of the the, uh, uh, challenges of this song. Now listen, if there's anyone here tonight who has heard God speak to you and you need to come and recommit your life to Christ or yield yourself to Him or... Come and give your life to Him as your as as your Savior. You've never been saved, and you'd like to say, Jesus, I want you to save me tonight. I want to come. I want Christ to come into my heart. Or I've been saved and I need to be baptized. Or uh, there's an area of my life that needs a recommitment. Or I need more spiritual power, and I just pray that God will give it to me. If you if God has spoken to you like that, you come, and uh, let's just pray together a moment while we sing all the stanzas of this great hymn, brother.